And on today's show, we have Pam Sherman, uh, who I'm going to introduce as a fabulous and over 50. Pam, welcome to the show. Cam, thank you so much for having me on. My pleasure. So I wanted to start off with, I know uh, about four years ago, um, you were in a bit of a car accident. So uh, do you maybe want to start off with that and your journey from that into what you're doing today? You bet. I have been a lifelong runner and I was out on a December day on a beautiful, I live in California, so December is beautiful here. 50 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it was like 50 degrees, no wind, like perfect weather. You told me I'm moving to California tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was training actually. My girlfriends and I used to go do a race in San Francisco in January. It was a nine mile race. And that day I went out for a six mile run and, you know, checking my pace. My pace was good. And it was literally as a runner, one of those days you're like, it's perfect right now. And then a car sped out of a parking lot and I literally couldn't stop. I put my hand out, I screamed, and I literally um, ate the windshield for lack of a better term. And I rolled off his car into the other lane of traffic. Luckily, I was able to crawl back to the sidewalk and safe and I did not have any big injuries. I lost a bunch of teeth, which is so gross. Nobody wants to talk about teeth, let alone going to the dentist. Yeah. Um, but because my injuries were, you know, for me, really minor, I did have to spend the night in the hospital because I had a small brain bleed, which cleared up the next day. Mm -hmm. um, I went into my sports guy who works on sports injuries. He's known me for 15 years and he, he looked at me and he put his hand out like, like a mom talking to a little kid. And he said, look, had you not been in such excellent shape, your injuries would have been far worse. And I took that as my Oprah aha moment. Like I, I've been a teacher, a group exercise teacher and personal trainer for 23 years, but that was my moment of I have to reach more people to take better care of themselves and their health. I was lucky. I, I didn't die. I didn't have a really serious brain injury. I didn't break any bones, but I have seen too many people for too many years, not take care of themselves. Think they're too old. Think it's too hard. And I had, I, I was so, even though I was a hobo, I had no front teeth. <laughs> I was like, I have, to, I have to educate people on taking better care of their health. Mm -hmm. And how have you done that moving forward? Is that okay. like something that you um, like learned right away? Or was that a process for you to learn to how to take care of yourself? Well, no, because I had been a group exercise teacher and personal trainer. That was my career. So I've been helping mm -hmm. women, mostly women um, for t over 20 years, but that was in one classroom, right? I would, you know, there's only so many classes you can teach a day. Um, I, I found a woman to help make a website. Well, I, she made my whole website. I can't do that stuff. Um, and I started having a weekly newsletter where I would try to inspire people with different things that happen in life. I started writing books because I had 20 years of knowledge on, you know, I, I was training actually my daughter's soccer team at the time they were in high school and the girls would tell me the awful things they ate. So one of the first books I wrote was nutrition for athletes. I'm not talking about college or professional athletes, but just basic nutrition. I know how to tell people to eat 
well to fuel their bodies, right? And then I had another friend's daughter um, say, Pam, I'm going to college and I don't want to gain the freshman 15. Can you help? And I said, not only can I help, I'll write a book for you because I gained 30 pounds in college. I know exactly what not to do. Um, so I, because I couldn't go to work because I had oral surgery, probably I had five big surgeries, I would never have written any books, right? And they just naturally evolved on when my website designer said, okay, so if you have a newsletter, when people get your newsletter, you have to give them something free. So I would write and I would, I actually would write until I would get a headache because my brain was recovering and then I would stop writing. Mm -hmm. And so I, I gave it to her. She goes, Pam, this is a book. I just want like your 10 best tips on how to be healthy. And I was like, what do you mean it's a book? She goes, you give me 10 more pages. This is a soft cover book. We can publish this on Amazon. So it, it kind of organically, um, the books did. And then I thought, you know what? I, I could start speaking because I have so much passion for health and wellness. I went down the motivational speaking route and was able to reach a couple thousand people doing that. And then more recently, I thought, you know, I'm a teacher by trade. I love being in the classroom with a microphone on and, you know, helping people mm -hmm. move. I created the Perfect Balance Tribe. My company name is The Perfect Balance. And the tribe is a place where I put, it's a private Facebook group, daily motivation. We have contests. I have Facebook lives where they can ask me whatever they want and we can talk about whatever comes up. Um, I have videos in there. So my whole, my whole purpose in life, I think I was put on this earth to motivate people to do more than they're doing right now. Because I think people think if they don't do everything, they're not going to be successful. I'm like, hang on, you don't have to do everything. Let's start with a little bit and add on from there. And I think that's so important because I think, in, especially in today's times of COVID, um, people are getting overwhelmed and they do need to realize that they need to start off with small steps and then go from there. Absolutely, yes. I have seen so many clients, people over the years, everybody's an all or nothing. If they can't do an hour of cardio and go to yoga and stop drinking wine and stop eating carbs and then, you know, do whatever else, they don't, they're like, forget it. I'm a failure. I'm like, hey, can we just start with a 10 minute walk every day and add some water to your day? Like literally baby steps. Let's be successful at that. And then maybe add in some pushups in your kitchen while you're waiting for your coffee to brew. And oh, that's a great idea. I've never thought of that before. <laughs> oh, Cam, I have so many good ideas. I can't even tell you. <laughs> I'm, gonna, well, I'm not a coffee drinker, so that's probably why I never thought to do that. So that will be my reason slash excuse as far as that goes. So. Or if you're heating something up in the microwave or if you're boiling water for tea. I mean, you're, everybody's in the kitchen a couple times a day at least. If you busted out 10 counter push-ups, say five times a day, you got 50 push-ups right there. That's a good thing. And to think that I went to the gym and I saw Mark yesterday, who we both know, and I did a, you know, an entire fit workout uh, rather than doing what you're suggesting. So, Well, and I find when people, you know, the all or nothing thing, like you said, the first day or two, they get so sort of like, forget it, this doesn't work. I can't even move. Let's, yeah. let's add that. And then let's add in I know coffee or tea is a food group for most people, but let's add some water in as well because we need water every single day. And then let's talk about sleep. Like I'm, I'm the biggest proponent of adding little things in. And as you're successful, adding another little thing in, not totally overhauling your whole life. 
No, and I think that's it is that, uh, you know, like I had said before, people think that they have to do everything right away and they have to do it on that day. But it's so much easier to not overwhelm yourself. And I'm just learning this, um, you know, partway through my life is to try to focus on what you're doing in the moment or taking small steps so you don't get overwhelmed. Yes. And it's hard because in our society, you know, Instagram, everything is instant. I'm like your health, there is nothing instant about your health ever. It is a long, slow journey. And most women over my career have wanted to lose weight. And I have to look them in the eye and say, okay, the body you're in today is a reflection of the choices you've made over the last three, six or nine months. Mm-hmm. You have to give yourself that much grace on the other side, losing weight. And they look at me, they're like, well, that's no fun. I'm like, well, that's the reality <laughs> of weight loss. I mean, really. So in today's world, Pam, uh, with everyone wanting, uh, you know, results right away, how do you, because everyone's different. So how do you motivate, um, you know, your tribe to be able to understand that and move forward to get the results? Well, I try to dispel any myths they have. Like, okay, we had a, a challenge for September and everybody got to set their own goals because there's people, the youngest person I think is in their 20s and I have a, a woman who is 78 in there. So everybody had different goals. And one of the gals, she works from home. Well, who doesn't work from home these days? But she <laughs> said her goal was not to reach in the pantry for crackers for the whole month because it was just something that she did. And I'm like, that's a realistic goal, right? And when you're hungry, sit down and have an apple. Um, somebody else is like, I'm going to drink less. That's realistic and achievable. So when I have people who are like, well, wh- what should I do? I'm like, let, let, let's talk about goals that are achievable for you. Every, if you're sitting down at a desk, can you get up every hour and walk for five minutes, just five minutes? Well, that's not much. Well, if you add that up over a day, say you walked for 35 minutes times seven days in a week. That's a lot of great movement. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I try to be realistic. I try to dispel myths. I try to tell them, you know mm-hmm. what? We're all going to, let's just say, I call our body a Ferrari. You got to treat the Ferrari well. And there's no cutting corners with your health. But what you do now, your future self already thanks you for how you're taking care of yourself. So let's make sure we take these small steps daily that will lead us to feeling amazing in our own skin. And for the people that you're training, uh, helping out, um, is there like the number one thing that you say that this is how you should start? Like for an example, drinking uh, water every day. Um, Is there like the number one thing that uh, you suggest to them to get them started on that? path to feeling well and healthier? I do. And it's going to surprise you, Cam. Are you ready? I'm ready. Sleep is my number one thing. Yes. Okay. I know that if we don't sleep well, we're certainly not going to want to eat well the next day. And we're certainly not going to want to exercise because our body's tired and our brain is going to crave sugar. And it's just, I mean, we've all stayed up too late and not gotten good sleep. You feel like crap the next day. So I've actually told clients and even tribe members with the abundance of things we can watch right on our phones or on our TVs, I want you to set your alarm to go to bed because guess what? That show is going to be there tomorrow 
And if you get it, we all know when you get a good night's sleep, you feel like a million bucks. You're going, you're going to want to, you know, add some fruits or veg into your day. You're going to want to move your body. You are going to want to drink water because you feel great. So a good night's sleep is always my number one thing for your starting your health journey. And there's another thing that you said that uh, I think we talked about before um, doing this podcast, and I also saw it uh, on your website, that it's never too late to work on yourself or your health. And I think that's a, a really big thing that you're a proponent of. 100%. I was uh, 49 when I got hit, and I'm 53 now, and I am in the best shape of my life at age 53. And I will just talk for the women who are listening to this is we are experts at taking care of everybody else in our lives. And I know a lot of women think it's selfish to take time to take care of themselves. And my view is it's not selfish, it's self-care and it's self-love. Because when you take care of yourself as a woman, you can take care of everybody else far better when you take that little bit of time for you. And when I, you know, when my kids were little, I would see lots of moms at the school and they just, oh, I don't have time. I can't do it. I just, I feel bad. No, 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 no. Put yourself at the top of your priority list every day and the whole day is going to go better. And I, like we talked about, Kim, it's not an hour. It's not two hours. I highly encourage people to do movement they love. Exercise should not be a chore. And the second part of that is, aside from what you love, I want everybody to strength train because we lose muscle every decade after we turn 30 and we need to protect our bones by having our muscle mass stay real. I mean, not, not, I'm not talking about bodybuilding huge, but just protecting our muscles. So movement you love and strength training. And there's something else that uh, I was looking at on the websites and um, you were talking about, you should add a BAS daily uh, because really good thing to do. And I know the answer to this, but can you tell our listeners now what BAS is? A big ass salad. There you go. You said it beautifully. (laughs) (laughs) And why is it so important to add a big ass salad daily uh, to your routine? The thing that I find most people lack is their fiber intake and their veggie intake. And I don't know if people know that fiber acts as little scrub brushes in our arteries so our blood can flow freely in, you know, in our in our arteries. When it gets clogged up, that's a bad thing. Can lead to all sorts of, you know, heart attacks, stroke. Fiber keeps you full. Our bodies love food grown from the ground. And in our Insta society where there's fast food, there's Uber Eats where they deliver it to your house. It's easy not to eat healthy. When I encourage people, please, please, please think about making your meals based around veggies first. And I know when I go out there, there's crazy salads out there. I'm a very basic. I put in one fruit. So depending on the season, uh, in the summer, berries are yummy. In the winter and fall, apples or pears. One nut of your choice and then whatever kind of crumbled goat cheese and whatever protein you like it. Literally, I want to make it super easy for people because they go, oh, I don't like it. Oh, my gosh, you got to try it. I have a client. I've been working with her for three months. She had no vegetables when we first started working together. And she tells me every week, I can't believe it. I love my salads. They're amazing. 
<laughs> and if I could sing, I'd burst out in song and I can't, so I will not hurt anybody's ears. But um, and she was, and I'm so full and my skin looks better. I'm like, yeah, vegetables are amazing. They're so good for us. And is there a certain type of vegetable uh, that we should be eating more so than other ones? I am a big proponent of think of the rainbow and I'm not talking about Skittles or M&Ms, but as far as <laughs> you were making me hungry there by talking about Skittles, I'm not going to lie. I know. So I think <laughs> I'm a visual person that when I look down and there's different colors in my salad, I'm so happy. So of course the lettuce is going to be green. If you can get something red in there, um, yellow, I mean, it, the, if you're happy when you're looking down at your plate, you're like, Oh, this is amazing. And then that sends signals to your, brain like oh my god it's going to be awesome as opposed to um you know just think of the standard thanksgiving fair it's brown 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 versus a salad that's green and red and yellow um that's super vibrant like just picture that in your head and you're like oh yeah that looks so good um so i don't think there's one particular vegetable but trying to get a wide variety and i know I'm like I said 53 in the 70s when I was a little kid we didn't know how to make vegetables our moms boiled everything and it was gross I mean it was yeah it was totally it was mushy and the house <laughs> smelled bad and Brussels sprouts were so gross and I'm like oh my god roasted oh, Brussels sprouts are amazing they are if they're roasted but if you boil them <sighs> I will not eat them no, whatsoever no no who no Roasted with a little balsamic glaze on top with some caramelized onions. Oh, I know my mom and dad, they had to end up putting on a timer for me growing up. And they said they, you had to finish it by this time or the food would be taken away from me. And they made me eat that within that like time, half hour or hour or whatever it was. And it was, you're right. It was so gross. And that's why uh, up until in my later years now, I didn't necessarily like vegetables, but um, I ended up seeing the beauty in Brussels sprouts and baking them and cauliflower and baking them. So I'm eating a little bit more vegetables, but I still have a little bit long way to go. That's for sure. <laughs> I just discovered vegetables. I, you know, roasting is hard in the summertime because it's so hot and it makes your kitchen hot is I have an air fryer. So I will put Brussels sprouts um, or like yellow zucchini yellow squash in my air fryer. And I will use that. I'm putting my little uh, quotation fingers up um, the yellow <laughs> zucchini as like a crouton in my salad because it's yellow and it's really pretty. Absolutely. Now let's go and talk about your books on Amazon because uh, you are a published author of seven books. Do you want to talk about those books and maybe uh, do you have a, like a favorite one or are all of them your favorite? My favorite one is my workbook because I've spent 20 years trying to help women, mostly women, a couple guys, but mostly women lose weight and most of them fail because they don't write down their goals. They don't write down how they're going to reach their goals. I'm like, I have to, when you want to lose weight forever, not just a fad diet, you, there has to be a lot of mindset work. And you have to think about, okay, what kind of action plans am I going to take to lose weight? So the, and when I, people buy the book, I'm like, you know, you need to sit down for a good hour or two and really think about your answers. You have to think about your huge why. Why do you want to lose weight? It's not, you can't just say look better or feel better. Like, can you not play with your kids right now because you're out of breath? 
Um, do you want to live to see your grandchild graduate from high school? Like a huge why. So it was a deep dive into, yeah, you want to feel good and look better. Who doesn't? But it's your big why that's going to get you to the finish line and knowing like, okay, so our Friday night's a, your dangerous time. Let's talk about ways to game plan that. So instead of going out with your friends for drinks or whatever, could you meet for coffee and go for a walk? So it's literally thinking about what, what is hard for you. Let's plan around that. Let's make action steps that are going to make you successful along the way. And a lot of people don't want to take that deep dive. Like, I don't know why. Like, you have to take the time to really think. Because I want people to feel great in their own skin. I want them to know that it it is possible. It's not going to happen tomorrow or the next day. But you put time into it. Let's say you start now, beginning of October. You could feel amazing by the end of the year. I mean, you could start the year next year off going, look, I've dropped some, you know, a couple pounds. I've put some great new habits into place. I'm going to keep going. So uh, the workbook is my favorite. Perfect. And I think that's very important as well when you're talking about writing it down, because once you write it down and you see it every day, then it's more real rather than you just thinking it in your head. Because uh, from my experience, um, you know, when I'm just thinking about things and if I don't write it down, um, it it just doesn't seem to be as uh, uh, believable or um, reachable as a goal. 100%. I tell people, once you have your why, put it on a sticky note, put it in your car, put it on your desk, put it in the kitchen, put it in your bathroom mirror as a reminder every day as to why you're working towards this goal. And you know what, like another thing that I saw, Pam, when, um, you know, researching about you is that you're a fit radio coach. And that's really interesting because I've never heard about that before. So for our listeners, once again, can you let them know what a fit radio coach is and how that works? Yes, this is a super fun story. When I was recovering from my accident, um, my actually my Garmin, my super fancy running watch got smashed. And I, I'm a running geek at heart, Cam. I need to know how, what my pace is. Even if I'm recovering from surgery and I don't feel well, I still want to know what my pace is. Mm-hmm. And I found Fit Radio that had a Garmin-like feature, which I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. And they have music on there. So I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. And then they added coaching. So at first it was literally just music and the Garmin feature. And then they added coaching. And I remember being out for a run one day and I was like two miles away from my house. And I thought, hang on, I'm a runner. I'm a coach. I could coach for Fit Radio. Literally ran home looked at how to apply online. I applied. And at the time I did not have my permanent teeth and I just had a bridge and I was a little bit lispy. And so the gal who I talked to, she said, we're not saying no, we're just saying not yet. So we kept in touch. And then once I got my permanent teeth, I'm like, Hey, got my teeth in. Can we talk about it? And they said, let's, let's do this. Let's have you put together 12 strength workouts and four interval running workouts and we'll go from there because they didn't know if I was a, if I really knew my stuff or not. And for me, I was like, I'll get it to you tomorrow. Like, <laughs> it's, it's what I, <laughs> it's what I love to That's do. Good. Yeah. She, yeah. she emailed me on Saturday night. I spent all day Sunday um, making these workouts and the running routines. And then she called me on Monday and said, okay, you're hired. Um, let's, they were in Atlanta, Georgia. Let's set up a time and fly you out. Uh, because it was, I was, 
it helped me so much during a time when I needed, and I don't even know how I found them, Kim. I try to remember. I don't know how I found that app. But, so it is an app. And now they have not only running coaching, they have biking coaching. You can be on the rower. You can um, be walking. They have yoga. They have so many DJs on there. So there's tons of music to choose from. So I do have four interval running workouts and 12 strength training workouts on there. And I hope to be able to go back to Atlanta to add on because I want to add some stretching on and I would love to do some more um, running workouts. So it was, it was the end of a super cool idea that I was like, I could do this. And then it actually happened, which it, it was an amazing part of my journey. That's amazing. Cause I, Something like that, especially it's kind of like I use a meditation um, to try to relax myself or try to focus myself. And then when I saw this, I just thought this is amazing to be able to have somebody um, talking to you while you're actually doing it. And, you know, how motivating that must be. Well, it is. And I know in the beginning, you know, they've evolved. So the, there's a lot more cues that a, a coach gives. So I was like in a sound booth, you know, making my workouts out. And I've actually done my own workouts where I'm talking to myself. Um, I'm like, this is why people get, get trainers and coaches because it's so much more motivating to have somebody tell you what to do. And when you're in the sound booth, are you actually doing the workout too? Or do you find yourself a couple of times starting to jog a little bit faster? Or? Oh, it's a tiny, it's, um, think of an old school phone booth. I don't even know if younger people know what that is, but the phone, like you're, it's, there's no room at all. Well, you, yeah, you and I know what a phone booth is and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. It's a very small space and each workout there was like, oh gosh, five to 10 pages of cues that I have to go through. So it's, it's more about the voice intonation and reflection. There was no, I mean, I don't even think I was moving my arms. I was just trying to not lisp and not talk too fast because I tend to be a fast talker. Oh, okay. So do you want to let our listeners know how they can reach out to you if, you know, they, if any women want to reach out to you to get help or, um, you know, anything like that? Absolutely. I have a, a great offer for anybody listening. If you want to be inspired daily, if you want to see what the Perfect Balance Tribe is like, you could try it for a month free. It's only $9.99 a month. And I have so much free info for everybody that joins. You go to my website, theperfectbalance.guru, and there's a button that says join the tribe. You just click that. And in the coupon code, you put in free month in all caps. And if you date me for a month and think, ah, oh, that's not for me, you can break up with me. But if you think, oh my gosh, I love the inspiration. And then we stay together until you're done. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, for your seven books on Amazon, how can they get a hold of those if they want to be able to uh, buy any of those books? You just put in Pam Sherman on Amazon and my Instagram handle is Perfect Balance Guru. Oh, and one thing we didn't talk about, Cam. My YouTube channel is called, uh, yeah. it's called The Perfect Balance. And I have so much on there. I have a five minute playlist, a 10 minute playlist, a 15 minute playlist of all home workouts, mostly body weight, a lot of stretching videos, um, a playlist of one minute of peace, just to deep breathe and stretch for literally one minute at a time. And I have a whole video library of how to exercises because 
it's all, when you're working out, you got to have good form. And as a teacher, I was a stickler on form. So that is on there. Um, if you want to subscribe, that would be amazing. And like we talked about, Cam, I want people, if they're doing nothing, start with one of my five minute workouts or 10 minute workouts. It's better than nothing. And you will feel, you might be mad at me and call me some names by the end, but it's a good start to getting back to feeling good in your body. So what I will be doing is uh, after this podcast, I'll do the five minutes and then uh, I'll certainly let you know whether or not I'll be uh, swearing at you or if I'll be uh, thanking you. Well, you know, I have been called damn Pam quite a bit in my career. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be calling you either damn Pam or that you're a fine Pam because <laughs> you got me to work out for five, minute, five minutes and sometimes that's all you need to get started. So. Pam, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you for being on Fitness for All, and I hope to have you on the podcast again. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me as a guest. And my tagline, Cam, is your health is your greatest wealth. We'll talk to you again. Thanks so much. Thanks. Bye-bye.